Hello and welcome to another episode of Outsmart Charles, the Family Feud Edition. I'm Charles Bennett, and I'm skinnier than Richard Karn, and I have more hair than Steve Harvey. Let's meet tonight's contestants. A fun specialist from Whittier, California, Hudak. A nonprofit director from Azusa, Hudak. And a professional student from Azusa, Mrs. Hudak. In the first round, I pick the nine most pedantic topics I can think of and force contestants to answer questions about them. And tonight's categories are Arbor Day, Mayan, Bialik, Fantasy Lit, The Holy Scriptures. You can have Manhattan. I'll settle for the beach. Most things to do with the NBA. Africa, towns in Indiana, and Survey it's, says it's dead white guys. <laughs> dead white guys. Let's go holy scriptures uh, for one hundred, please. Dun 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 dun. Okay, each of these will concern sibling rivalries in the Bible. In the book of Genesis, Abel is murdered by this brother of his. Cain. That's correct. This hairy fellow traded his birthright for a bowl of lentil soup. Esau. That's hey, correct. Doesn't even have to think, he just answers. Okay, well, you might have to think about this next one. Name all of Joseph's brothers <laughs> as mentioned in the book of Genesis. Uh, Reuben, Levi, Benjamin, I got distracted by a timer. Hmm, I was just reading through this too. You're gonna have to, you're gonna have to let me, you're, for the sake of time, let me go. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna get all of them. Do we get points for saying some of them or do we need to say them all? John wanted me to only ask you to name a few of them, but I said, no, no, you, they can name all 11. Well, uh, well together, for, together we could, for sure. Well, yeah, we actually, Justin, I just read this a couple of days ago this week too. And now there's like, some of his brothers from uh, the concubines are like, oh my gosh, I'm drawing blank on their names. But I know like Judah's in there. Oh yeah, how did I miss that one? That was that was poor. Yeah, I know. Jocelyn knew that one. She whispered that one to me, but sorry. I'm the next one in line, so I have to steal that one. Um, but no, nah, I don't. There's one that starts with like a, yeah, can't remember off the top of my head. So I will pass, but can Jocelyn name them all? I don't know. All right. Uh, Ruben, that's what Hudak number one said. Uh, Judah, um, you know, of course there's Joseph, he's a bro, and um, Levi, sorry Charles, that's all I have for you today, I need to continue reading my book. What we were looking for, Reuben, Judah, Benjamin, Simeon, Levi, Zebulon, Issachar, Dan, Gad, Asher, and Naphtali. Unfortunately, because each guest guessed something each will get a point deducted for a wrong answer. And uh, Ludak 2, it's, it's your board. Can we do most things to do with the NBA? This Magic Lakers and Heat superstar was NBA MVP in 2000 and finals MVP in 2000, 2001, and 2002. Hint, it's not Kobe. Who is Shaquille O'Neal? That's correct. Besides the Lakers, name another team that won an NBA championship in the decade of the 2000s. 
The San Antonio Spurs. That is correct. The San Antonio Spurs won in 2003, 2005, and 2007. The Detroit Pistons won in 2004. The Miami Heat won in 2006. And the Boston Celtics in 2008. Now, now that the, the first two were too easy. We need to have something harder for the third one. Who won the NBA scoring title in 1958? I'm going to go with um, Jerry West. He's the oldest one I know. That'd be very interesting for Jerry West to win the NBA scoring title while a sophomore in college. Hey, he could have started early. Mrs. Hudak for the steal. Can I skip? I know nothing. Who is Wilt Chamberlain? No. Correct answer is the Yardbird, George Yardley. Again, Wilt Chamberlain entered the NBA in 1959, Jerry West in 1960. Oh, so close. That's, and that's why you chose that year? Yes, I picked a year that for a scoring champion that nobody knows. <laughs> so kind, so kind. Uh, Mrs. Hudak, it, it, it's your action. Okay, I'm going to go with Fantasy Lit. This wizard is the headmaster of Hogwarts School for most of the first six Harry Potter books. Yes, Albus Dumbledore. That's correct. After Frodo Baggins is captured by orcs, this hobbit briefly bears the ring in The Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Oh, Sam. Oh, my God. Samwise Gamgee, that's correct. The final L. Frank Baum Oz book is named for this sorceress. Everybody knows the first one, but there were 13 others. (laughs) Gonna have to skip this one, yeah. Also skipping. I will pass it to you, Charles. The final L. Frank Baum Oz book is called Glinda of Oz. The sorcerer Glinda appears in several of the Oz books. She is, of course, the Good Witch of the South in the books, the Good Witch of the North in the movie. We're back around to Hudak number one. Arbor Day. The area around Sacramento, California is one of the largest worldwide producers of this tree nut. What is almond? That is correct. The Connecticut State Quarter features this tree. I'm gonna pass. Other hood act. Maple? New. Mrs. Hudak. Um, a pine tree? No, the Connecticut State Quarter features the Charter Oak. There's a mythology that uh, when uh, the British tried to steal the Connecticut Charter, they hid it in the Charter Oak. Who knew? Who knew? I knew that. <laughs> well, that's why it's called Help Smart Charles, not Help Smart Hudex. <laughs> Arbor Day was first celebrated in this year. I could I could take a guess, but I'm gonna I'm gonna let it go. I'm a skip. I'm a pass because I keep missing my guesses. So this is who that. 
I will also pass. 1972. So we move on to who that number two. What do you pick? Africa. This African country between Ethiopia and Tanzania. I mean, Tanzania? Yeah, whatever it's called. Use his accent. Um, I would say Kenya. That's correct. I mean, there's a couple other countries too, but it depends which, yeah, but yeah. In the lyrics of Africa by Toto, what time is the flight on which she's coming in? Oh, I don't know. I'll, <laughs> pa- I'll pass that to my wife. Um, I'm going to pass that to Hudak number one. Do you guys not listen to Toto? Of course it's... I'm just kidding. I don't skip that. <laughs> I hear the drums echoing tonight. She hears only whispers of some quiet conversations. She's coming in 12.30 flight. Oh, 12.30. Uh, Duh. Yeah, I would not have guessed it was in between the hours, so I would have been wrong. You only had to get three lines into the song, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, but no one knows the first three lines. Everyone knows the chorus. This African ruler cornered the world's gold market in the 14th century, amassing enough wealth to build mosques weekly during his pilgrimage to Mecca. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I'm going to pass, but yeah, I know the region, but I don't know the ruler. I will also pass. I'll pass. Okay, nobody could come up with Mansa Musa or Musa the first of Mali. Ooh, should have known better. Richest, yeah, he was like one of the richest guys, but. You went one for three in a, in a category about a continent you lived on for a while. Yeah, but you, you, you didn't talk about the continent for one of the questions. So people in Africa aren't singing the song by Toto. Maybe they ought to be. Maybe they ought to be. <laughs> it's on Mrs. Hudak. Let's let's see what you have under mine, Balik, Charles. Let's see what okay. you put there. This category concerns ancient Mayans. The Mayan blank repeats itself every 52 years with one repetition famously occurring in 2012. Uh, Mayan calendar. That's correct. The Mayan ruins of Chichen Itza are presently located in this country. In Mexico. That's correct. This ancient Mayan king ruled for 68 years, beginning at AD 615. I'm gonna skip that one, Charles. I'm gonna skip it. Uh, I too will pass. I have some guesses, but we'll let it go. I do not know this one, so it's back to you, Charles. That is Kenich Janab Pakal, also known as King Pakal II, or Eight Ahu, or Shunshield. Oh. And there's a little bit about him in either the sixth grade history textbook I teach out of, or the seventh grade history textbook. Should have been in your class, Charles. I would have been way better at this game. And I believe it's time to throw to commercial. 
Let's take a look at those scores. Mrs. Hudak has 28, Hudak 1 has 18, and Hudak 2 has 17. We'll be right back after we pay my car insurance premium. Outsmart Charles is made possible by viewers like you. Subscribe to our YouTube channel and share our link to help grow our channel. If you want to further support the show or have access to bonus content, subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash outsmartcharles. We can talk about how Paul used to bully me as a kid. That's not true. We can talk about how Michael dropped me as a baby. Oh, yeah. It broke it. And it broke it. And I just looked at his shoulder. My elbow. Yeah. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. I'm Charles Bennett. And uh, I fall asleep at 8 p.m. at parties. <laughs> and I wake up at 9. He's done that 95% of the time he's come over to our house. Hudak one. Uh, what's the most tragic thing your family members have inflicted on you? I feel like I've done most damage to my family. I'm not sure. I'm trying to think of good times that they've hurt me. I mean, dad definitely got you good once or twice. Oh, remember you got in trouble and you broke the stick on your butt? I decided to never get in trouble ever again because I saw that happen to you. I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. See, it was such a regular occurrence for me. I don't even think of that as a thing. I feel like we all want to learn more about that one. I, I honestly don't remember it. All I remember was, you know, mom has it and just wait until your dad gets home. Like, oh gosh. And dad says, go get a stick. It was like one of those little one by one sticks, Mike, that we used to start the fire with. Uh huh. And then I just remember him spanking you hard with it and it broke. And I saw it and I was like, oh gosh, no, I'm never getting in trouble ever. I don't want that to happen to me. I remember one of the first times I put my hands back there thinking I could like stop the spanking. And I realized really quickly that my butt has way more cushion than my hands. And so I stopped doing that. You see, this never happened to me because I didn't have any siblings. That's how I grew up to be the maladjusted person I am. Any more secrets from family lore you want to talk about? Michael dislocated my arm, and then a year or two later, my uncle decided to dislocate my arm in the same place as my first one. I, I saved your life. You were falling behind the TV. Who knows what could have happened back there? No. And then Michael also dropped me as a baby, so... Yeah. I'm sure I made him smarter. We won't know. We just know what we're stuck with. Any, anything interesting, baby, you want to share? Within the Hudak household. They have got me into wine, so now I just I have a new addiction that's growing. Aside from coffee, you know, not that I needed more. Yeah, you're welcome. Yes, more coffee. I haven't been to Lift Coffee Roasters in a whole uh, five hours. What's wrong with me? You have a coffee addiction too, Charles. Be like, yes, quite common. I'm up to about four cups. Four cups. Is that what you said, Charles? Four, four cups, cups a day. Yeah. Holy. You must be really regular. No, not really. <laughs> Seriously, this show is now about my bowels. <laughs> You're the one that said you, that you drink four cups a day. Uh, Charles, you eat more fiber, did you? Some more Wheaties or something. Get some Wheaties in your diet. Yeah, some frijoles. Some fruits, some lots of fruits. Anyway, on that note, let's take a look at the remaining categories, which are worth double points. Three categories left. You can have Manhattan, I'll settle for the beach. Towns in Indiana, and um, dead white guys. And it's back to Hudak number one. I'll see if I can settle for the beach. Manhattan Beach is located in this county and state. What is Los Angeles County in California? That's correct. We would have also accepted Kings County, New York, and Pro Wing County, Minnesota. <laughs> Minnesota is landlocked, and there's a Manhattan Beach, Minnesota, in addition to a Manhattan Beach, California. Karch Karai and Misty May Trainer are past winners of the Manhattan Beach Open in this sport. What is beach volleyball? That's correct. 
Now let's see if, if somebody can actually get a hard question this time. <laughs> no promises. This segment of Manhattan Beach was stolen from African Americans by racists in 1927. I'm guessing you're talking about Bruce's Beach. I am talking about Bruce's Beach. Uh-oh, Michael took a commanding lean now. But anything can happen. Uh, now it's over to Mrs. Houdat. The dead white guy. You didn't want to challenge for the Indiana, Jocelyn? <laughs> same thing right (laughs) (laughs) maybe maybe some of these dead white guys are indianans who knows this southern baptist minister who advised presidents and preached to a billion people died in 2018 just shy of his 100th birthday i'm just gonna go with john winchester question okay remember we reverse direction so it's over to who number two i want to say billy graham the reverend billy graham i believe that is the first successful steal of this game this grandson of a president was both preceded and succeeded by grover cleveland i'm gonna pass this one charles i'm gonna pass Oh, this is easy. Do you know this one, Michael? Mm. Why are you asking him? It's on you. Because I want to pass it. <laughs> Grover Cleveland. Mm. I should, but you know what? There's no reason to risk losing any more points. So we'll uh, we'll sit here at the top. Benjamin Harrison, who, by the way, lived in Indiana for a while. Oh, there's the dead white guy from Indiana. The, 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 the internet. It's, it's not something you just dump something on. It's, it's, it's not a big truck. It's, it's, it's a series of tubes. This man who called the internet a series <laughs> of tubes was born in Indianapolis, but represented Alaska in the United States Senate from 1968 to 2009. Oh, man. I will skip this one, but I appreciate your imitation, Charles. You don't know the person who knows about a series of tubes and he was from Alaska? Uh, me either. So I'm going to pass it to Michael. The only person I know from Alaska isn't a man. And so uh, I too will have to skip. Nobody could remember Ted Stevens. Jay Mahorchik, that question was for you. I hope you're watching. So I guess I'll go with towns in Indiana. Paul, I believe if you went three for three in this category, you'd win. If you miss some of them, your brother might win. It's all on you, man. I know. (laughs) This city is where the Colts, Pacers, and Butler Bulldogs play. Indianapolis, Indiana, also known as Naptown. Yeah, let's see if it gets harder. I mean, maybe the next maybe the next town will have fewer than 20,000 people. Oh, it does. Wabash University is located in this Indiana city. Um, I don't know about Wabash University, but Wabash College is located in Crawfordsville, <laughs> Indiana. So petty. So petty. <laughs> well, we don't have multiple colleges, so we're not a university. We're just a college. Well... If you get this question right, you win the game. Oh, geez. Okay. No pressure. If you don't, your brother wins the game. This central Indiana city that shares an area code with Crawfordsville is also the title of a Beach Boys song. Oh, my gosh. If only I knew Beach Boys songs better. Um... Or if you paid attention whenever somebody 
mentions this area code at a party. <laughs> I know the area code of Crossville, Indiana. I should hope so. But oh my gosh, this central Indiana city that shares an area code of Crossville is also the title. So the, hold on, the area code is is the name of the song? No, the city is the name of the song. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it is in the same area code as Crawfordsville. I don't know, man. I'm I'm drawing through my head of all the. You cities. should you should you should throw up a prayer and see if it's answered. Guess any uh, uh, city uh, in the Crawfordsville vicinity. You need these points. La Passing La is Lafayette. Lafayette is the largest city near Crawfordsville, Indiana. But it is not Lafayette. Oh. It is not. Okay. Um, who that number one for the win? Hmm. Take a guess, bro. Uh, oh, gosh. I'm thinking of the, the 76 trombones. In the yeah, the one's Gary, Indiana, but that's not near anything of Crossville. Yeah, Gary, that's all I know of Indiana. Indiana. Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Let me say it once again. Is it cruising USA? Surfing in the USA. Problem. There's just one problem with with all the songs, with all the towns they name in Surfing USA. No one, none of them are from Indiana. None of them are in Indiana. They're all located in California and Hawaii. Well, I mean, I think we. I think we've moved on to Mrs. Hudak. Oh my gosh. Oh, I'm gonna skip. I don't know. Bermuda, Bahama, come on, pretty ma. I want to take you down to Kokomo. Kokomo is not next to Crossroadsville. It's Sarah's area, area code. code. You should know this. But you Whenever said your frat brothers play area code games with me, and they say 765, I usually say three cities, Crawfordsville, Lafayette, and Kokomo. Let's take a look at the scores once more. In third place, Mrs. Hudak has 27. Hudak number two has 56. And Hudak number one has 77 points. We'll be right back after uh, Daddy gets a new pair of shoes. Think you can outsmart me? I don't think so. But if you want to try, go to bit.ly slash outsmartcharles and fill out our contestant submission form. We're always looking for new challenges. Welcome back to Outsmart Charles. Hudak One has proven that he is the superior Hudak, at least of those that have competed against Charles today. And he will face off against Charles in topics that they have chosen for themselves. Those categories tonight are most geography to do with the NBA, US vice presidential area codes, Bible, food and other languages, and Marvel. Hudak One, you have first choice. Let's uh, go most geography to do with the NBA. All right. This is the southernmost NBA team. Miami Heat. That is correct. The highest NBA team. Stadium elevation, not player height or pot smoking or anything. <laughs> Works both ways. It could. It could. What is the Denver Nuggets? You are correct. We'll never know if these questions are too easy for Charles because, you know, I'm just going to steal them all. This is the northernmost NBA team. What is the Minnesota Timberwolves? I'm sorry. No, Charles for the steal. Is it the Portland Trailblazers? It is the Portland Trailblazers. So that is a close one there. Uh, Minnesota is the target center 
is at 44.97 degrees north, while the uh, Moda Center, where the Trailblazers play, is at 45.53 degrees north. The two <laughs> lowest elevation NBA teams. Again, the stadium, not the ranking. So that would be uh, the New Orleans Pelicans. New Orleans. I don't know what I said. New Orleans Pelicans, what I was meant to say. Uh, the two. So oh, I'm sorry, the two lowest. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, and then the one below. What else is low? Would it be like the Los Angeles? Oh, no, it's going to be two. It's going to be one of the Los Angeles teams. It'd have to be Miami Heat. That is correct. You can have a pen and paper for this question. If the top 15 currently active NBA players all played for the team centered in between the average of their high schools, what team would they be on? I will open for any clarifying questions really quickly on that. So this is like an NBA ranking for the top 15 players? Yeah, according to NBA.com, currently active top players. So the central team gotcha. from where they all went to high school on average. So I averaged it out so that they uh, their partial years at certain high schools uh, were affected accordingly. I'm gonna start what the 30 second the, time. What about the foreigners? Well, it might have got it might have got worked into the it, just assume everything, that everything was worked out. I was able to account <laughs> for each year of high school that they played high school basketball for each of these top fifteen. Time is starting. Ten seconds. Okay, at this point, I will give you the option of either guessing or passing. If you pass and Charles also passes, I'll give you an additional 30 seconds. But if uh, you pass and Charles guesses, then you do not get that other chance. So would you like to guess or pass? I, I will guess. All right. And I'm going to go with uh, what is the Denver Nuggets? Sorry, that is incorrect. Charles for the steal. I'll say Memphis. Memphis Grizzlies. I'm sorry. Also incorrect. It would be the Oklahoma City Thunder. Wow. Memphis was a close one. The central location, uh, if you were to map them all out, average out the uh, exact coordinates from each of their high schools uh, and split up high schools as well, centralizing them within one point, that's, that central point becomes a point within Springdale, Arkansas. That is closest by uh, 214 miles away from uh, Oklahoma City Paycom Center, 303 miles away from the FedEx Forum in Memphis, and 332 miles from American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. Well, I, I knew that usually when you get geocentricity questions, it usually ends up being somewhere in Missouri. Springdale, Arkansas is close to Missouri. And I just guess the Grizzlies because there's no team in St. Louis or Kansas City. If Hudak stole NBA from me, I'm going to steal the Bible from him. Ooh. Interesting. All right. Of the four canonical New Testament Gospels, which two include Jesus's birth story? Matthew and Luke. You are correct, sir. The text of the Ten Commandments appears in which two Old Testament books? Exodus is one. Oh dear, what's the other one? 
Is it Leviticus, the other one? It is not. Pass. Leviticus and Deuteronomy? No, it's Exodus and Deuteronomy. Oh, Exodus and Deuteronomy. In what book of the Bible does an infant Jesus tame dragons? <laughs> is this the gospel according to Thomas? It is not. Pass. Is it First Maccabees? Uh, no, it is the Gospel of Pseudo-Matthew, chapter 18. Pseudo-Matthew. In what book of the Bible did Jesus kill a kid for bumping into him on the street? Now's the time for St. Thomas. Yes, the, infant, the Infancy Gospel of Thomas, chapter 4, verse 1. If I say it enough times, it's going to be right. What 5th century pope is associated with including the Infancy Gospel of Thomas in his list of heretical books? Leo the Third. Sorry, incorrect. Kudak for the steal. I was thinking John the Third. John the Third. Incorrect. Pope Galatius the First. Charles, remember Pope Galatius the First? No. I cool. Don't. Neither do I. But apparently, he was a guy, and he was like, "Hey, that whole infancy gospel of Thomas. Let's leave that out." <laughs> let's go Marvel. This is an interesting category as all three Hudaks chose this as their category. Oh, that's, I that's wondered cool. if I should have included, if I should have included something with the MCU in the first round. You probably I'm... should have studied your Marvel. <laughs> Sir Patrick Stewart and Sir Ian McKellen star in this Marvel movie from the year 2000 that spawned 12 more sequels, prequels, and spinoffs. Uh, what is Iron Man? I'm sorry, incorrect. Charles for the steal. Um, Avengers? Sorry, no, it's not Avengers. I thought this was going to be an easier one, but here's where we go. Uh, I see I see Hudak 2 was throwing it up oh. in the uh, thing. It is X-Men. Oh, right. Next door, Sir Ian McKellen as Charles Xavier and Magneto in X-Men. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, even though everyone said Marvel, uh, well, two people said Marvel, one person said Marvel movies, I combined them all to make one category. Um, none of you said MCU, so <laughs> oops. <specify. laughs> oops. That seems like a dig. That seems like you did that on purpose. <laughs> I kind of did. Wesley Snipes stars in this 1998 movie that began Marvel's run of successful film adaptations 10 years before Iron Man. What is Blade? Bleed is correct. Redeeming yourself there. <laughs> this movie starring Leah Thompson, Tim Robbins, and pedophile Jeffrey Jones was Marvel's first live-action theatrical release since Captain America in 1944. First live-action. Was that... I? Uh, no. Uh, Tim Robbins. Yikes. Uh, I don't know. We'll go with, we'll, we'll go to Iron Man also, even though I don't know if that's correct. All right, yeah, still not Iron Man. Charles. <laughs> I wish you'd guess something else because I had it down to two things and I was hoping you'd guess one of them. Is it The Incredible Hulk? It's not The Incredible Hulk. What was your other thing you had it down to? Because I'm surprised. I'm, I'm I had it down to Incredible Hulk and Spider-Man. You're forgetting Marvel's Howard the Duck. I'm forgetting Marvel's Howard the Duck. You're damn right I'm forgetting Howard the Duck. These two Marvel movies uh, won the Oscar for Best Animated Feature. Best Animated Feature. 
What is what if? And the other one? And the other one is find something on that. Best animated feature. Oh. Uh what else was animated? What is uh X-Men? There's some animated X-Men movies shows. All right. It was not correct. Charles with Steel. Uh Aqua Teen Hunger Force and Aqua Teen Hunger Force 2. Interesting. Interesting. I would love if, if one of those got Oscar nominations, but uh no. Um Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Oh duh. Yeah. And uh Big Hero 6. Oh. Big Hero 6 was a Marvel movie. Uh, it was based on a Marvel comic and had a Stanley cameo. Huh. Both good movies. Now for the challenge question. They were great movies. Now for the challenge question here. <laughs> None of these are challenge questions? <laughs> yeah, those are the easy ones. <laughs> 13 MCU movies have been nominated for 21 Oscars, but as of the 2021 ceremony, what was the only film to win and in what categories? Let me give you more time uh, to think about this one. Right, so I think I know what categories. Hmm. All right. What is Black Panther? I think is the movie. And it won in. That's, oh, Oscars, though. Oh, gosh. That might, not, that might not have been the Oscar. All right. I'm sticking with it. Uh, what is Best Picture? Best Soundtrack? And. Uh, Editing. What is the best editing? Because we want my guesses. All right, we're gonna give Charles a shot at this. That was not quite right there. Uh, let's see. We're gonna stick with Black Panther, but we're gonna try uh, visual effects, makeup, good one, and sound editing. All right, it was Black Panther, uh, but it was the, you had the original score. That was a correct one in there. Uh, costume design close to makeup and production design yeah not quite it didn't get best picture uh it would have been amazing if that one best picture charles it's to you for the final category for us to play are we going to do uh food in other languages or u.s vice presidential area codes and you know how i like to mess u.s with vice you. presidential area oh, codes charles, come on who do you think i am make it interesting charles come make it interesting this is the area code you would use to call richard nixon's high school today i'll give you one better I'll give you the whole phone number, 562-698. Let's not dox anyone here. Uh, 562 is correct. Um, I was reading on some sources that he at one point also went to Fullerton. Um, if it was, he, he went to Fullerton for freshman and sophomore years, which is 714. And then right. Woody High, where Michael and I went for two years, which is 562. Yes, that is correct. Just wanted to, uh, to state that in there, but uh, both both answers are acceptable there. Now it's all tied up. It's anyone's game. This is the area code of the residence of the vice president. I think it's hard to find the VP's phone number on Google. Well, talking about the vice presidential residence in Washington, D.C., the vice presidential residence in Washington, D.C. is in the 202 area code. If we are talking about where Kamala Harris lived prior to her vice presidency, that's a different question. I believe, I think only I believe here. most recently Kamala Harris lived at Doug Emhoff's house in the 310 area code prior to becoming vice president and moving to the 202 area code. 
I'm going to allow his uh, rambling there because, you know, the way the question's worded there. But I did specify that the residence of the vice president and the 202 area code is what I'm looking for there. The area code of Joe Biden's birthplace today. Oh, Joe Biden's birthplace. Hmm. <laughs> birthplace is. No, this is Vice President Joe Biden, not President Joe Biden. I assume that Joe Biden was born in the same birthplace, regardless of what office he was holding. He was born, of course, in Scranton, Pennsylvania, area code 570. That is correct. Uh, 272 also covers uh, some of that area as well. Uh, I, I only wanted to specify because this is a question about vice presidential area codes, not presidential area codes. So that's why the first question was about Vice President Richard Nixon as well. This is the area code of the birthplace of the only Eagle Scout to serve as vice president. Oh, the birth? Oh, that's tricky. Mm. It's tricky <laughs> because Gerald Ford was born in Omaha, Nebraska, 402. And of course, for many years, he lived in Grand Rapids, Michigan which is X and um, he uh, retired to Palm Desert, California, area code 760. 402, uh, 431 also acceptable for that as well. But you know, you don't like the new, new overlays. <laughs> <laughs> it's not in his uh, scope of research. <laughs> the current area codes for the two communities named for the man who served as vice president during McKinley's first term. Hudak, think about this one so you can steal it. Yeah, yeah. I think 808 is definitely one of the answers. I'm giving you some extra time here. I mean, I know who the guy is. I'm not All right, sure. step one. <laughs> you're already way ahead of me, Charles. So you're doing great. <laughs> then I'd better not tell you who it is. Well, you're, you're gonna. Oh yeah, that's gonna really help. <laughs> I think one of them is a is a neighborhood of L.A. I could be wrong. There there may be many different places named for this man. I'm gonna say 201 and 323, and I know that that's wrong, but it's my guess. You're not gonna say who who because you don't want to give the. Uh, the the chance for him to steal I'll that. say who after he guesses. All right. I'm going to say those are not what I have for my answers here. So who um, that for the steal. Oh, I think two on three is the right one. Um, the one that's wrong is probably going to be uh, maybe a 909 seems right. Uh, I'm sorry. Those are incorrect. Charles, who are we talking about here? Garrett A. Hobart. Hobart is correct. And uh, as far as I could find, the two communities named for Hobart are Hobart, Oklahoma, and Hobart, Washington. And what were the which I are think covered Hobart, by Oklahoma is in 580. I might be wrong. That is correct. No points for that one, but showing off here. And uh, Hobart, Washington is covered by either 360 or 509, probably. Ooh, 425. Oh, it's up there. It's must be here. Must be near ever um you didn't you didn't do 812 i thought for you 812 uh columbus indiana where um the most anti-gay vice president known to man is oh, that would have been too easy and and it would have tied in with the with all this indiana stuff we've been having in this show anyway michael i hope you enjoyed yourself unfortunately you did not have smart charles you have 45, I have 90. We'll add your first round and final round scores and see where you end up on the leaderboard for our Tournament of Champions. 
Anyway, folks, we'll see you next week on another episode of Outsmart Charles. <laughs>